I'm Erin. And I'm Allie. I didn't dress up for Halloween because I'm always a witch on the inside. And I got boosted. And, and we, we hate everything. everything! This is a shade dog. She just jumped into frame. La 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 la. She's like, I know my entrance. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at this sweet baby doing a nice cuddle. She's still dressed as a pumpkin, a little yes. leftover Halloween spirit. I feel like we both have a lot of leftover Halloween spirit today. Yeah. That's Full like, disclosure, I'm going to talk about Halloween. I mean, great. Yeah. Great. I'm going to talk about my what my Halloween costume is going to be next year. Next year? What's your next year plan? Um, I'm going to get there. That's what we call a teaser. A teaser. Or a little, uh, what do we call that? A foreshadowing Got in a literary it. sense. Got That's some foreshadowing. It. We get to talk about it later. How was your Halloween? My Halloween was good. We got we had like very last minute plans. Uh-huh. Um, we went to Night of the Jack. Okay. Or Knights of the Jack. Um, it's in Calabasas. It's these like very, oh, that tickles me, Shay. I got sniffed on my leg. Um, there's like pumpkins basically like stacked inside of each other or like into each other. And like you carve like, let's say a shark on like the whole pumpkin facade. Uh-huh. Like, it's just very, very cool. And it was like a little light up nighttime walk situation, like it how looked, they do at Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked online a little bit like Descanso Gardens. A like little bit. Christmas. Like a little, a little bit, bit like of like that. a light show yes. situation. And I, I had a pumpkin cider with a little rum in it. And I like had a fun walkabout and smoked half a joint. It was fun. That sounds lovely. Yeah. How's yours? You know what? It was exactly what I needed. Again, foreshadowing. <laughs> I sat at home. Mm-hmm. I did nothing. Um, and my partner and my dog put on a costume show for me. That's and so I fun. took pictures of them. And then you sent me a fun song. I did. That was the night before Halloween. Oh, okay. To be fair. Okay. I did send you a fun song. Oh, my God. What a time it's been. What a time. I will not elaborate on that. That's just a thing that Aaron sent me because we're friends. The end. Yeah. I don't know that that will ever be fit for public consumption. Yeah. Some (laughs) things we just don't put on the internet. Some things are too (laughs) sacred for the internet. Yeah. Or too, um, obviously, uh, drug-addled. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, what are we drinking? Well, damn, that was harder to open than I thought. This is a sparkling cranberry ginger beverage. That's literally what it says. Sparkling cranberry ginger beverage. Ooh. <laughs> um, there's a story behind this because you remember how last week you wanted to have apple cider? Yeah. We wanted something like seasonal and fun and maybe something we could have warm and we didn't want alcohol or caffeine. And yeah. I was kind of feeling the same vibe this week. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get some apple cider. And in our house, things have been, you know, times have been tough. No one's been to the grocery store, like, in person in Nobody quite a long time. Nobody's to get provisions. Right. Like, we've been ordering takeout and, like, yummy.com, the overpriced grocery store. Way overpriced. Like, bougie bullshit grocery store. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Trader Joe's today and I'm going to get some apple cider, among other things. Good. And I went there, and I looked all around the Trader Joe's, and I could not find any apple cider. Hate crime. I looked in the refrigerated section with all the juices. No apple cider, just apple juice. I looked in the place where it, like, kind of normally is with all the unrefrigerated juices. No. A bunch of different apple juices. Yeah. No apple cider. Not, like, out with the apples proper. Like, look, it's fall. Grab a jug. Yeah. Which is where it normally is. Well, and then I also, I looked around for like, I was like, maybe it's on a special display somewhere. No, I could not fucking find any. And then I came home and I was like, is there an apple cider shortage? And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That couldn't possibly be true. Apparently, there is an apple shortage this year. Get the fuck out. And there are these articles about why is apple cider so expensive this year. So I'm wondering if Trader Joe's either is holding it off for later in the the season or if they just didn't fucking make any this year. Because (gasps) there was a late frost in spring and there's a shortage of workers for apple 
farms, orchards. Orchards is the word. <laughs> they can't get festive white people to go apple picking for them? Well, the festive white people are in some cases not even able to go apple picking because that's actually not pr a productive way to pick apples. That's just... <laughs> it's an aesthetic way to pick apples. Yes, that's just a millennial aesthetic, right? Like, that's not actual apple picking for production so yeah there actually there actually may be an apple cider shortage that's insane this is going to be the beginning of a quest for apple cider see because i also feel like we only looked at target and trader joe's there's got to be some like artisanal apple cider not out even there. like artisanal i feel like vaughn should have it you know what i mean we gotta look at vaughn's we gotta go to vaughn's i haven't been to vaughn's in like a billion years <laughs> oh no i did go there for my booster hey, hey booster buddy i got boosted because i'm fat and sad good for you yeah i'm not even like that fat i'm a smaller fat person it's nice that it's good for something i was like right? thanks medical fat phobia thank you the bullshittery <laughs> that is bmi bmi <laughs> is so fucking stupid and that's why i feel no qualms about using it in my absolutely, favor absolutely like if you're gonna say i'm obese according to the bmi Yes, I'll take advantage of anything I can for that. Yep. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted by Shay's this ears. Dog They're very soft. Put her paw on my leg to rest, and she's leaning on me. I love this. We can't I just love keep talking a about the dog, though, because this is an audio medium. I don't care. <laughs> I just love a dog. Mm. You know what I mean? She's dressed like a jack o' lantern. Anyway, this is. This is actually delicious. This is nice and gingery. I really like it. Yeah. It's more like a ginger beer with a little cranberry. Exactly. I was curious about this whole like side vibe. tab where it was like make it a mocktail and I'm like, it you're already, already a mocktail? I think anything's <laughs> a mocktail that does not have alcohol in it. Basically what they're saying is like, if you want to also be complicated... You can do these extra things, right? Yeah, and then at the bottom of it, it says, or like Shrugsies, just put vodka in this. Right? <laughs> also, I'm like one ounce of vodka. That's not even a drink. That's generous. <laughs> That's half a drink. Yeah. Um. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So we're feeling, a, I'm feeling a little seasonal vibes. Yeah. But like, I, well, because it's still autumn. I'm still questing for apple cider, though. I haven't had apple cider, and now I'm mad that I feel like I won't have it. You know what I mean? I'm going to find it, and I'm going to make this happen for you, Allie. It feels like the you spice. You just wait two it weeks. It feels like spices, and we are in doom. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Foreshadowing. You? Wow. Allie. <laughs> Do you want to go first? We didn't talk about it. What do you hate? Um, I hate being drunk. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just guessing <laughs> that this is relevant in time and space. No, I have. I wasn't drunk recently. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I hate being drunk, and I'm a I'm an adult in control of my own choices. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> That's a novel concept. Weird, weird, right? Okay, so I like drinking. I like mm -hmm. drinking alcoholic beverages. Sure. Same. I do not like being drunk because when I am drunk, I feel like. Memory starts to go. Yeah. And I feel like I'm maybe on the verge of like being sick if I accidentally eat or drink the wrong the thing. The wrong thing. That is true. Yeah. Because I, I will say one of my pet peeves is when people are like, oh, well, you just got sick because you drank a lot. I'm like, no, no, that's not always it. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you're not even that drunk, but you eat or drink the wrong thing. Yes. And then it's game over. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. It was yeah. fun in my 20s. It's like starting to be less fun. I don't know what the fuck that's about. That's about your body aging. I okay. really, because I realized <laughs> that I don't like being drunk because I'm realizing that I like being high so much more. Oh, yeah. You know, like when I had that weird, like fully out of body experience high yeah. and I was like, this is uncomfortable. I would rather that than ever be blackout drunk ever again. Also, isn't that like one of the only times like you've ever been that high? Yes. Yeah. I think it's a lot harder to get that high than it is to accidentally. Also, like you, it's hard to get accidentally too high. I feel. I've done that so many times. Okay, well, then never mind. Then yeah. never mind. 
<laughs> yeah. I feel like I've accidentally gotten too drunk based on what I have or have not eaten that day or like what literally like what time of my cycle it is or whatever. I've gotten accidentally too drunk because I'm on antidepressants. Mm. So what that's like mm. is like I'm drinking, I'm comfortable, I'm fine, I'm maybe a little tipsy. I could totally drive a car. I yeah. am fully wasted. And there is no turning back. Like my there's no in-between. My gauge is really fucked and there is no in-between. Interesting. So when I'm drunk, I always feel like I'm either like going to forget a bunch of shit or like I'm about to be sick. And when I'm high, I'm always like having fun spiritual insights and like, you know, doing some cool mind-body integration. Yes. And like food tastes better and um I have to tell I you I just I, I've been like walking around. I have half a joint in my wallet right now because like I've been doing social occasions for the ween and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to do a drinking. And I don't have to. I'll be a high person." You know, and I was like, "Solutions. I live in California. Weed." Yeah. Um, so I've just, I've gone full stony and wow. I don't hate it because you know what I do hate? Being drunk and like the consequences and the feeling and the, mm-hmm. like being, sometimes being drunk makes people more fun. It makes them more outgoing. Mm-hmm. It makes them looser. Like, like I understand how it is fun for some people. Um, it feels like I have... Um, what is it like an Edward Scissorhands like waterbed in my belly that oh, I no. don't want to jostle around by yeah. like dancing, you know, like it just makes me less fun and less mm. cool and less social. Interesting. Not even like less social. I just become more self-conscious of like the things that I'm saying because I'm like, mm, you're you're adult. Like you're gonna you're gonna have a feeling about you're gonna whatever say the, some shit. You think you're funny right now. This is not charming. Um, and I was like, oh, I can just not have that thought and um, be high instead because I love me high. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I love you high and me high. Yeah. But like, I love you high. There's like less <laughs> hangovers. Movies oh, yeah. are so fun. Oh yeah. Movies are great. Food is great. Everything smells great. are smellier. Wind feels amazing. Like water yeah. is incredible, and so is ice cream. So, Ali, I'm got, just naming things that I enjoy. I got high for the first time in a very long time this weekend. I know for, you sent me a video. I know I did for reasons that I will explain later. Foreshadowing, Ooh. but. I started writing a book in the middle of the night. I wrote like the introduction to a book. Yes. <laughs> like, is it fiction? Like, is it a memoir? I'm no, so excited. I guess I'm gonna write like um like a I guess kind of a self-healthy self self-helpy book for creative people. Ooh. So I was like, I'm saying shit all the time about this. I have so many thoughts and ideas and whatever, and like I'm gonna put them in a book. <laughs> This is a high thought I had. And then I wrote I wrote part of the introduction. And then I wrote down some more ideas. And then I came up with like a whole it was it was wild. Yeah. And I was like, and then I woke up the next morning and I looked at all my notes and I was like, this is a great idea. And these are this is very well written and these are very good notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't wake up the next day and be like, oh, that was some high thoughts. I was like, no, this is very good. Yeah, because so all of I'm, your brain gets turned on. Exactly. My brain still works. And when you're drunk, your brain just like slows down. No working. Or does not work. Which is I think the point for some people. Sure. Um, and I think that's also the point for some high people's. They're like, this makes sure. my brain stop working. So point being, I'm like no longer feeling peer pressured to get drunk and enjoy the culture around it Mm -hmm. because I found a sufficient enough alternative. Yeah. And if I want to drink something, I can drink a weed. Exactly. Have you drank a weed? I have. Uh Uh-huh. But I actually, ooh, another, we'll do another uh, teaser. I actually have something that someone gave me on a plane. I swear it's all above board, (laughs) y'all. That is a liquid joint. And I think we should do we should do it on the podcast. <gasps> we should. Yeah. Let's definitely so do that. We need to plan for yeah. it so that, you know. Cause I realized this when you were like, what do you want to drink, Gally? And I was like, not booze. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to feel 
disgusting. Yeah, I totally get it. I still enjoy drinking alcohol, but I still enjoy drinking alcohol, too. I just hate being drunk. And I realized both things can be true. Yay. We love a nuanced and gray area. Yay. Nothing's all black adulting. and white. Look at us being grown women in our 30s. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, <laughs> what do you hate? Oh, boy. I don't know why I brought my microphone closer to me. You're going to hate yourself for that. You like about actively to... like... Get into it. Get into me about like mic technique. <laughs> I know, but you know what? I just I need space to move around. So look, here's the thing. Oh. I fucking hate trying to access mental health care in this goddamn country. <gasps> I do too. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a big old assay. Holy shit. Yeah. It is so hard that I'm like, how does anybody do this like especially when you're in the midst of it like how how does anyone like I've been mostly able to function through my mental health episodes lately but like if you're someone who can't even function like how are you supposed to operate our goddamn healthcare like and now you're seeking help and now you're seeking help which is what everybody says everybody says oh just go to therapy oh just go see somebody oh I'm like a fuck you Fuck you. Just go to therapy, my ass. Yeah, because it's not that easy. Like, there's, like, extensive wait periods. Some therapists aren't taking patients at this time. Some therapists don't specialize in, like, what you want them to be specialized in. And it's an entire ass ache. And then never mind. Like, I'm, you're going to get into all of this. But I just remember, like, on my mental health journey, like, waiting on the, like, pay what you can clinic mm. forever. And then, like, waiting to get my meds appointment Mm. and it's like i'm really pretty mentally ill and you're telling me to wait like uh, this seems kind of counterintuitive it's like if you break your arm and someone's just like can you come back in like (laughs) four months i'm sure your arm will still be broken it's like (laughs) it's like oh well how about we not make the problem worse by not addressing it oh my god (laughs) actually Allie it's really helpful for me to hear you say that because I think like in most of the time that I've known you you've been like pro mental health bitch I'm such a pro mental health bitch no but I mean I I mean like professional mental health bitch like like you had already become a professional at navigating the system yes right which is basically by necessity you are in boot camp right now I am it's a it's a job (laughs) It's a job. It's another job I have to do now is like try to get fucking health care. So let's go through the saga of this week. Start from the beginning. Oh, boy. Very good place to start. Very good place to start. So actually, it starts a long time ago, of course. Sometime in September, I think it's the first time I called the psychiatry department at Kaiser. I'm with Kaiser Permanente, which if you're not familiar. Drag them. I'm going to fucking drag them. (laughs) Oh, just you wait. I will be dragging them. Um, Kaiser is an HMO in Southern California. And what that means is if you're in the Kaiser system, like they pay the doctors, they pay the labs, everything is internal. So you don't go to anybody outside ever. Like there is no, like if you need a referral for a neurologist, Kaiser has a neurologist. So there's no real options to do any, like you're, there are no options within any healthcare system. Yes. That, that is true. But, like, I've had multiple people be like, well, why don't you just go see a psychiatrist? And I'm like, because it costs $100,000 and I can't afford it. Anyway, so I started this process by calling their psychiatry department. And, you know, they asked me a couple questions, like, basically, like, is this an, a mental health emergency kind of questions? Like, are you going to, you know, do we think you're going to harm yourself and others? And so I was like, okay, like, they're actually trying to screen this. And I was like, and I'm not really, I don't think, in, in any imminent danger so like right. this is fine um and then i got an appointment a couple weeks later with someone who i now know was a social worker which again is fine mm-hmm. and that person's job was to screen me essentially yeah, ask me to do intake. an intake and what she referred me to after that appointment was on the one hand adhd testing with we're gonna get into that ADHD testing and therapy. Part of the reason I needed therapy is because 
Like, I had a depressive episode. I think we talked about it a little bit here. And then I'm also tapering off of an antidepressant, which it's like, oh, maybe not the time to be doing, you know, to not have any eyes on you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I really even fully understood. I'm like, what I really need and what I think a lot of people really need is I need a psychiatrist or a psychiatric nurse practitioner who has the ability to prescribe medication and has the understanding of how medication works. What I have instead is nothing. I have nothing. Yeah. So It's weird that they're like, let's take you off of your meds, have fun, go try it. Well, that was my choice. Like, I want to get off of these this medication because I'm taking it for migraine. I don't – I'm under control, so I can start seeing if I can do okay without it. And it's one of the antidepressants that, that is old and has a bazillion side effects. Yeah. So if I do need an antidepressant, it would be nice to be on a different one. Yeah. You know? But basically, she was like, well, I want you to be in therapy because I want you to have another set of eyes on you, like, as you're going through this. And at the time, that all sounded fine. At this point, I'm like, wait, in therapy, like, I should have had a psychiatrist because of that. Because what is the therapy? I, I, whatever. So they yeah. refer well, me. Yeah. I understand why she said therapy. Tell me. Please help me. Because you're coming off of an antidepressant. And if it, like, is influencing your depressive episodes, like, you don't – I don't bring that shit to, like, my psychiatrist. I bring that to my therapists because oh, there's, like, coping mechanisms around it. And then there's, like, how to deal with it. And then it's, like, how do I, like, function as a human? Oh, interesting. And See, then, I would have thought it had it, something like, to do with the medication. No. The- yeah. Because, like – when my shit got worse, I was like, I might need to add something because there's something different that's happening to me. So you go to your psychiatrist and you're like, hey, this is the something different that's happening yeah. to me. And in terms of like having eyes, um, we can think of uh, your your therapist as your manager and your psychiatrist as your agent. I get it. Who's getting you the meds you need. <laughs> this metaphor probably doesn't work for most of you, but it really works for me. Yeah, because you're, <laughs> you're in this world. Um, so she's like, we're developmental. I think it's going to be easiest if like mm-hmm. you just get a manager first. Great. Is what she said. So she wanted me to go to therapy, which fine. Great. They refer me to a therapist. First of all, those people call me and... They call me and they leave a callback number, but they're they cut out during one of the numbers in the callback number. So I couldn't I had no idea what the callback number was. And it was different from the number they'd called from. So it takes me, you know, and again, I'm fucking going through some shit. So it takes me a little bit to like get over that hurdle of like, I don't have the right phone number, you know. Mm -hmm. And so then I, I call them and they're like, oh, we don't have any availability. And I'm like, okay, like for how long? For the next like week? Or are you look booking two weeks out or like a month? And she's like, no, we don't have any availability. You can call back next week. And if somebody's quit our practice, then we can. And I'm like, so you mean you're not taking new patients right now? Like that's what you actually mean yep. is you don't have room in your practice for any new patients. And instead of telling me that, you're trying to like trick me into thinking that I need to call next week. They're They're trying to make you not give up hope because – they know that they've made a trap in, like, making the Kaiser system the way it is. Well, this is outside of Kaiser. So they they refer you to outside therapy. Oh, they did? Yeah. And so the, the outside therapy they referred me to did not have any availability. So <laughs> I called Kaiser, and I'm like, okay, so you told me that I could go get therapy, and then what the fuck? And the guy's like, okay, yeah, I'll put this in here, and, like, this happens, so we'll we'll call you and give you another referral. And I'm like, again, like, <clears throat> with, with a different type of healthcare, you might just get a referral, right, mm-hmm. that you could then take to whoever you decided to go to, so long as they take your insurance. I was not aware. Oh, I was not aware of referrals. Well, I guess that's how it works. Um, as it, yeah, if, if you're going through your insurance. Then yes. I just have very I have a very limited limiting um healthcare provider. Right. Which is why I got confused. But I think like if you have an actual plan, that makes sense for me. Yeah. You go to a place that takes your insurance and you find somebody who but I don't have that power because I'm with Kaiser. So they have to specifically refer me to a specific therapist. Mm. So I don't even have like I don't have options, right? Like I couldn't just call Did they give around. You a list? No. 
No. They should give you a list. So they said they were going to call me back and give me a referral to a new place. Well, that didn't happen. Um, so now I now it's on me to call them again, right? Which is like, it's just very frustrating. And I know this happens all the time, but like, it's especially frustrating when you're dealing with mental health shit because you're like, okay, I have fucking ADHD and something wild going on with my emotions. And so me like figuring out, getting my shit together to call you again is like not happening. I mean, I'm going to, it's going to happen because now I'm fucking pissed Mm -hmm. because of some other things that happened. So Part of why this felt really vital this week is because, like, okay, so I started tapering off my medication, and again, this is some of this is my own fault slash my ADHD's fault. I didn't order the medication from the pharmacy at the right time, so I didn't have the new dose I needed. So I probably like stepped down a little faster than I should have. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, emotional! Like I didn't even. I don't think I really understood. What, like, not being able to regulate your emotions actually meant. Welcome! Until this week. I was just like, I want to cry all the time. I'm incredibly sad, but I know I'm not actually incredibly sad. Like, I was, it's like I was outside myself watching myself and being like, why are you feeling this so strongly when, like, you're not actually going to cry tears of joy because you're part, because, because the idea of, a SoCal flat white at Cafecito Organico exists. Like, that's one thing that made me start crying. Tears down my face. Mm -hmm. The thought that it just exists in the world and that I get to have one. (laughs) And it went the other way, too, right? Like, the one negative thing that is not even a big deal could just make me waterworks. Or, like, like I would feel like I could cry all the time. Yeah, because you're playing with your brain stuff. Yeah. And so that's why, like, I think I I got really fired up to, like, get this shit taken care of. Mm-hmm. So also this week, I got a call from Kaiser that said, we're not doing in-person ADHD testing. And I'm like, fine. Who the fuck cares? Whatever. You'll get a call from us. You're on the wait list. And you'll get a call from us in five to six months to discuss the next step. I'm like, five to six m- months? They said, and they, she said, from the date you've been referred, which was October 7th, five to six months. It, first of all, it took them three weeks to even call me and tell me that you're I'm gonna on get, five to six months. You're going to get an ADHD eval around my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That's spring 2022, y'all. I was like, no, no, no. I lost my shit at that point because yeah. I was just like, So you're saying, you're saying that your social worker who you employed went through the ADHD screening, which is standardized, and says that I have probable cause to believe that this woman has ADHD. Now we're going to just do nothing about it for six months. Like, yeah, you got to do some wild shit I've I've found. Um and not wild shit. You just kind of have to like be honest in a way that like feels shitty. You kind of have to be like, it's getting in the way of me living my life and doing my job effectively. And then they're like, oh, no. Okay. So here's why that is not going to work with Kaiser because this is a whole fucking bullshit process that they have set up internally that is, I believe it's meant to keep people from getting Because they're run by Sisyphus? Like, I don't understand. Because I think, A, like, in addition to the fact that they drug test before, like, they're trying to, they're trying to dissuade people who are pill-seeking, and they also, (laughs) as I found out, they have been cited before by the Department of Managed Managed Care, DHMC, whatever, a state department of, like, managed health care for the fact that they basically have horrible access to any behavioral health services, which includes all your mental health. So they've made up this rule that you have to have psychological testing to be diagnosed with ADHD, which is not true in any other clinical sense. That's weird and fucked up. Yeah. So they made up this fake hurdle that you have to jump over. And then they made it so unaccessible that it takes you six months to get there. Like, I really honestly think they're trying to make people give up. That's what I think. 
I mean, I know I'm ascribing a meaning to this and a story to this, but honestly, it's so fucked up. Because the thing about ADHD is that you can use psychological testing as an assistive tool in making a diagnosis in an adult, but it is not a requirement. Like, my my mom's a mental health care provider, and she would have run me through the assessment and said, yeah, seems like you have it. Let's try a couple medications and see if anything works. You know, mm -hmm. like... There are some of the medications for ADHD have like very few side effects and are very safe medications. So it's kind of like it is one of those where you can just try something, not the stimulants, mm -hmm. but you can just try something. And if it works, yeah, you have ADHD. You know, I, I just like and I know that's not the way that you usually make a diagnosis, but like I'm just a, a, a clinical assessment with a family history, talking to a spouse or a family member. Like, I looked all this shit up. Yeah. Because I then went on to file an official grievance mm -hmm. with Kaiser. Good. Because if they go 30 days without responding to or resolving my grievance, then I get the help of the California Department of Managed Healthcare, right? And then they will help me do it. So basically, I wrote this thing to Kaiser saying, like, this is all bullshit, blah, 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 in a very smart and powerful way and then i said this is what i want from you i want adhd testing within two months of my referral mm -hmm. or i want an appointment actually i said i want an appointment with a psychiatrist who has the power to both diagnose and prescribe medication for adhd mm -hmm. in lieu of that i want you to fucking pay for my outside mental health care because I looked at it, I was like six months, six fucking months. I looked at yeah. switching my insurance, which didn't end up being cost effective for me. And mm -hmm. I love my neurologist. And then I also looked at like, um, I looked at going to a psychiatrist and like psychiatrists in LA, like there's, I mean, I couldn't find one who could do an intake for less than $600 out of pocket. Jesus. Like that's the intake exam. Like, I was like, I don't. And then I'm like, what if that person doesn't get me or they're the wrong person for me or they don't believe that adults can have ADHD? You know, like there are biases out there in psychiatry. Yeah. And so I was like, that feels like a lot to risk. And then I, there's this other place that seems like it's probably just an ADHD pill mill. But like even that, I started adding it up. I'm like, this is fucking expensive, too. Yeah. Mental health in general is like prohibitively expensive. And like, thank God I have the people that I do who like understand my situation and then like offer a discounted rate, which for the record is still very expensive. Yeah. I know. It's just a big fuck you. And it just sucks that like when you've gone through everything to like get to the point of like. Like, I thought the thing I had to do was to call the psychiatry department and get the ball rolling. And what it turns out is that you not only have, like, you think that you've made some big success and you've made this big leap of, like, getting help. Yeah. As everybody says, get help, get help. And then you're like, okay, I'm getting help. And what you don't realize is that you have to keep rolling the boulder up the hill. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it doesn't stop. Like, Get you can't really just, say, just mean start the process. Start the process. Yeah. Yeah. Help isn't immediately accessible. We live in America. Come on. I know. It's just, it's so fucked up. Like, and it's so fucked America up. America these... barely values the lives of children enough to, like, regulate gun control. Like, of course they don't value your mental health. No. Like, no. No. But, like, it's really fucking annoying when it's, like, your own healthcare provider and it's, like, you are contractually obligated to do these things. And basically what Kaiser has done over the years is they've just said, we're still not going to do them and we're just going to have to pay fines. Which is so fucked up. Y'all, we need actual laws in this goddamn country. Anyway, I am trying. <laughs> laws that weren't written in the summer by a bunch of slave-owning white men in wool suits. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give the laws some Again, teeth. In Philadelphia, the most humid city, I think. No one should have been wearing wool. In a wool suit. Horrible. Horrible. He's been make poor choices. Poor choices. But I did sign up for, and I'll let you, I don't remember the name even if I wanted to say it, but I don't really even want to say it, but I'll let y'all know how it goes. I signed up for an online mental health thing that... Maybe, maybe I can actually get some treatment Yeah. before, like, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for all this bullshit with Kaiser to, mm -hmm. to play out. Yeah. You know? And so we'll see how it goes. And like I said, if it's good, I'll tell you guys all about it. Ooh. Uh, foreshadowing. No, teaser. 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 <laughs> 
Coming anyway, soon on Aaron and Allie. Coming Aaron soon gets on a brain Aaron fixed. And Aaron gets her brain fixed. I hope that's coming soon. Because yeah. holy shit, y'all. Times are tough. Anyway, that's why I smoked weed. <laughs> because it's because you were frustrated and like we're trying to fix Aaron's brain and you said YOLO. Oh, well, also because you I was weren't like smoking weed because of your ADHD. Because of this dumb test. Because your your place <laughs> drug tests you and you were like, I can't, Allie. I tried to bring weed to this show and like, I multiple said no times. Because I was being a good, good girl and really trying to fix my brain. And you know what? When they told me it's going to be six fucking months, I was like, YOLO, we're getting high this weekend. Getting high for six months. And it was wonderful. It looked fun. It was fun. Allie, what do you love? Um, Speaking of getting high, I don't I know. I love the Disney cinematic masterpiece of Halloween Town. Wow. The Halloween vibes just do not quit. Does they not do quit. not quit. Again, being a witch is not a costume. I exactly. am a witch. So <laughs> as like a matter of of um, enjoying important cultural milestones within our witch culture, yeah. um, I was hanging out at my friend's house and I had just finished watching Muppet Haunted Mansion. Which I also watched on yes. Halloween. It was so cute. It was so cute. I loved it. Um, And then she was on the phone, so I was just, like, dicking around on, like, Disney Plus. And I was just like, what else is in the Halloween collection? Halloween Town, right? Yes. Um, I, when I was the appropriate age, mm-hmm. we, we did not have the Disney Channel. Oh. So there is a lot of content that I did not consume. One of them was the great cinematic masterpiece of Halloween Town. See, I did consume this around the appropriate age, which means I don't remember it that well. So, like, yeah. lay it on me. I will refresh you because let me tell you, watching it for the first time as an adult high Ooh. with people who had seen it before, like, I, I want you to know the level of joy one felt watching a children's movie for the first time while your inner child was being activated vis-a-vis weed and the muppets wow i was like i'm game let's fucking go i also need you to know that i did not know that this segment did involve being high that was just a brilliant blind transition yeah i was high for i think the last part of it okay great Um, love it because i took a little i took a little break um okay okay (laughs) y'all The rest of this segment is just going to be a recap of Halloween Town. So here we fucking go, right? I love it. Do so it. Let's do it. There's this girl. She's like 13. And her family has like this weird fucking vendetta against Halloween. Dad's dead. No one explains how dad's dead. Dad's just gone. Dad's gone. Mom's well, weird about it. Wouldn't be a Disney movie if we didn't have at least one dead parent. So, so her friends are over in costume and she's like, Mom, you're being really weird. And her mom's like, you don't know about Halloween. Like, you can't go out on Halloween. Mommy is hashtag triggered and like has fucked up Halloween for her children. That's where we're starting. Right? Wow. Already right. love it. So Grandma Debbie Reynolds shows up and she oh shows God, up yes. in a floating school bus and descends with an umbrella, not unlike Mary Poppins. And she's got like, uh, you know, carpet bag that's like basically a small dog. It's <laughs> incredible. No one is clocking the school bus. We are all ignorant. It's Halloween. Who cares? Right. Um, Buses fly on Halloween. We yeah. all know this. Uh, so Grandma Debbie Reynolds shows up at mommy's house. And the kids are like, we never see grandma. It's weird you guys fight all the time. And there's like tension with the mom and the grandma. They get into like some dumbass squabble like immediately. It's so fucking awkward. And then grandma brings forbidden treats because that's what grandma does. And she like brings this book about Halloween town. And they're like, what a fun book. And grandma's like, right? It's fiction. I can't. Um. (laughs) And then little girl, who's the oldest, little girl overhears grandma tell mommy that, like, it's it's her 13th Halloween. Like, this is supposed to be when her training is complete. And then mom's like, I'm not doing that again. Hashtag triggered. We are getting clues. Um, so she's like, the fuck's that about? So they see grandma outside and she's walking um, with her bag that's just like floating behind her and they're like see she is a witch um, sneaks out of the house with her with her brother who looks like fucking Michael from Peter Pan except like a lot more annoying um, 
there's a little sister who randomly shows up. Anyway, they get on the weird, like, floating school bus full of, like, Halloween creatures. I do not remember this movie at all, apparently. It's great. <laughs> and they fly off in this weird school bus where and they land in Halloween Town. What the fuck is Halloween Town, right? Um, it's basically all this Halloween shit every year, except they like don't really acknowledge Halloween. It's just like ghosts and goblins and like weird things. And like it looks like the the costume department like went to Party City and then was just like, this is just who you are. Like that's how they go to the bathroom, is like you're just a Frankenstein and like that's how you live. Is you're a Party City Frankenstein and that's your fucking <laughs> life. It's incredible. You know, day and night at the doctor. You are are a party city Frankenstein. Okay, great. Great, 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 great. It's incredible. Well, Frankenstein's monster technically. Who cares? (laughs) So they get there. They they hunt down grandma. Grandma's like, I'm very worried. Like to the mom before this is the fight. She's like, I'm so fucking worried. I like need someone else from the family. And the mom's like, I don't do that anymore. Um... (laughs) So the kids find grandma in this wild town full of weird things. And then grandma's like, oh, yeah, you're a witch. And then this girl, by the way, this girl, this main girl is like, <laughs> she figures out that she's like supposed to be a very good witch at this point. And she's like, I am fully a witch. And grandma's like, you have minimal training. Can you please relax? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, and then the little sister like starts to like show signs of magic. And this girl continues to be a fucking dud. <laughs> and it's like, I love it. I'm the head witch it. in this family. And we were like, that's not how it works. Anyway, long story short, there's like this weird incel named Calabar, who's like the mayor, who is like also complicit in like this weird fucked up thing because there's these monsters in Halloween town that are like freezing people. And I don't understand how this freezing mechanism works, but grandma's trying to stop it. And grandma can't okay. do it without another last name witch because apparently in Halloween town there's just like one clan of witches and they are responsible for fucking everything there is no diversity you either are like a party city frankenstein a skeleton or a witch or a goblin and like ne'er the twain shall meet there is no crossbreeding there are no other witches no one explains it no one knows how their dad died guys um Anyway, mom realizes there's no kids in her house and she's like, this is insanely fucked up and goes to Halloween Town on another floating bus. Great. Great. Um, They're everywhere. And then mommy shows up and the kids are like, you're from Halloween Town and you're a witch. And she's like, I left. And like, we don't know why she left. We like don't there's we don't know what happened. We don't know the rules about like leaving Halloween Town and like marrying a mortal man other than the mayor is like extremely butthurt about it. By the way, he's behind all this freezing shit and he's doing it because he's like extra butthurt about how mommy never hooked up with him. No. Even though he was like a very way. nice warlock. Yo, the incel no vibes with fucking Calabar. Calabar is the OG incel and like I cannot tell you how problematic this fucking man is. Wow. Um, Because like they were flirting and I was like they're gonna fall in love and my friends were like wait and see and I was like okay <laughs> I was wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was wrong in a story. How often am I wrong in a story? Never. Hardly ever. Truly. Um, it was really, really fun. And again, this witch is just like the fucking worst. And then like through the power of family and like joining forces with, you know, their fucking hands and fam- familial love and, you know, reconciling with their mom. Um, like save Halloween and Halloween town gets to um, be a thing. But basically mommy was butthurt and triggered the whole time because like mortal halloween is hashtag appropriative of halloween town culture oh my god and it's like every time halloween comes around i get like triggered and i'm like reminded of like this town that like i left and like my my insane relationship with my mom wow (laughs) she's like halloween is hashtag triggering i am ruining halloween for you for the rest of your life and you're just gonna live with this It's a bizarre movie. Wow. I love it. I got to watch a kid movie for the first time. That is like a massive cultural touchstone that like I just had no idea about. Like the girl from fucking Halloween Town is engaged. I think they're married to the boy on Halloween Town. (gasps) That's cute. I know. Right. Um, From Halloween Town 2. He was not in this one. But. Okay. 
Um, well, you know what you have next year to look forward to. I'm going to watch the whole fucking thing. So, so okay. So they their love story is so sweet. And I found it on TikTok. And I was like, I have no frame of reference for who the fuck you people are. Um, so she and him did a movie. And then they were like, okay, we're child actors. And then, like, you know, parted ways, became normal people. Uh-huh. And then met later in life. And then, like, fell in love. Oh, my God. Married. That's so cute. That's so sweet, right? That's okay. really sweet. Um, so that was that. But yeah, okay. So there's Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, Halloween Town High, and then Return to Halloween Town. No fucking where way. Where they recast the entire fucking cast, basically, <gasps> except for the mom. And the mom apparently is like an actor who is like in a bunch of things. And I just have not consistently clocked her because I, I'm not like, oh, that's the mom from Halloween Town. Wow. Because I, I just. You missed it. I, I did not have that cultural touchstone. I was a hocus pocus girl. We like yeah. went through this. Yeah. That was my Halloween mainstay. I yeah. was like, I would rather watch hocus pocus on repeat fourteen times than consume any other Halloween. Any content. other Halloween? Like fuck no, you. no, no. You no. might get a nightmare before Christmas if you are lucky. Maybe, but like, <laughs> I'm I'm a hocus pocus bitch. Yes. Um, it was so fun. Ugh. It was a great Halloween. That is my raving endorsement for the Disney cinematic masterpiece of Halloween Town and it is fundamentally stupid that mm. Disney has not done like a Halloween Town thing in Disneyland during spooky mm. season like your main street USA is perfectly set up to do the like main street of Halloween Town and like to bring those characters bring your party city Frankenstein I actually don't think there is a party city Frankenstein in the movie Halloween Town I'm just being <laughs> hyperbolic so you have a picture in your head right it's just like an actor man with green face paint and like a cardboard thing that you can see like glued uh-huh. to the top of his head yeah right and we are supposed to suspend our disbelief it is peak late 90s Ugh. kids programming right love it clutch fucking superb sounds amazing yeah can't wait to join in next time i guess i'll have to catch up by rewatching halloween town although actually i think i just i'm caught up i think you watched it i think i'm caught up um but i i love it i i don't hate to say it i actually just love it um anyway what do you love or hate to say that you love wow um this is how much we don't plan what we're going to talk about on this podcast mine's also a movie that i also watched high really yes what is it that film would be Dune. Oh, I feel like High is the only God. way to watch Dune. I did you watch eight nineteen eighty four Dune or New Dune? New Dune. Well, you can only watch nineteen eighty four Dune High. Like that's the only, only way to do it. Clearly, yeah. And you still won't understand it. Um, I watched New Dune, and the one mistake. Although now I'm like, it's not a mistake; it's an opportunity. Um, we did watch it at home because I just was high and wanted to watch it. Um, I am going to also go see it in the theater, which okay. I now think, okay, it's not a mistake. It's just an opportunity for me to fucking see Dune again. I loved it so, 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 really? so, 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 so much. Can you explain fucking Spice to me, man? That's where you yeah. lose me. That's like, like I, I tried to watch 84 and it was just like the spice. And I was like, I have no idea why you are so fucking hype about salt. Did you see the new one, though? No, because I okay. couldn't get through okay, the old one. Great, great, great. And I was so, like, I don't care. Here's what you need to know. David Lynch's Dune is not Dune. <laughs> it's like its own David Lynch Did you thing. read Dune? Yes. Okay. So I read Dune a very long time ago. All I could have told you going in was like, it's on a desert planet and there's a drug called Spice. And it's very important. And once I started watching, like a lot of things started coming back to me. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, like, because I don't think I've read it since probably since I was in high school or middle school. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I didn't do a reread. So there are a lot of things started coming back to me and feeling really familiar. And I felt like, okay, yeah, I kind of know where this is going. But holy shit, it's so good. I think I really loved it. I'm, and I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to – I haven't read any reviews. I don't know what anyone else thinks about this movie. I just know that I fucking loved it. And you have to see it in the theater because I was like – even in our house, which we do have a rather large television that's rather close to our couch. But like there were moments where I was just like cinematically blown away. It was like – it feels to me like I think Star Wars would have felt in the 70s. 
Yeah. Or like it fe- it feels like the sci-fi version of Game of Thrones where like you're seeing this thing on screen, but it's not like David Lynch Dune, which is all stylized and wacko. It's like the real version of what you imagined in your head as you were reading the book. Ooh, yeah. You know, like it all like the for I mean the the special effects were phenomenal. The the production design, the costumes. <gasps> So this is where we get to what I'm going to be next year for Halloween, which is definitely I'm going to be Lady Jessica from Dune, like 100% for sure. That's Zendaya, right? Uh, No, that is Timothy Chalamet's mom. Oh. I'm going to be her. Um, It's so fucking good. I don't want to give away a bunch of stuff, but I, I will say, like, if you at all like sci-fi or fantasy, you need to see it. I don't. Is it accessible? I think so. Okay. I think so. Like, they explain the spice way, 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 way better. And all the ex- – this is the other thing that I was just like – for me, I was – I thought all the exposition was seamlessly integrated. Mm-hmm. Like, they really brought you into the world in a cinematic way and didn't – it didn't feel like – and now there are just – people are speaking paragraphs of laying pipe and world building. Mm-hmm. Right? I felt very – it felt very um, seamless, like, the way you are – like, okay – we're in this world and we learn the things when we need to learn them. Like it would be funny because Rob hasn't read Dune. And so he would ask something and then they would answer that question on screen immediately. Nice. So it was like the moment you start to have the question, they answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything like also from a script standpoint, everything lined up, everything paid off, like everything was it w- there weren't any like I mean there were some big surprises I guess but obviously because I've read parts of the book I don't I, I've read the book ages ago I nothing was a huge surprise to me yeah but like it's more about what what I like is when a script really like pays things off mm. you know and even when there is like a big twist that it's not out of nowhere like it all makes sense like we've had all the foreshadowing my word of the day apparently yeah um god but i love foreshadowing because you don't always know what it is what it's you don't know what the payoff is gonna be yeah until you get there and then you're like shit everyone did say that this was gonna be really bad yep and then it was Mm -hmm. um the costumes are so gorgeous there's this one scene where they first get to the um the spice planet dune arrakis is what it's called um and they're kind of like dressed in this more like ceremonial garb and this is Mm -hmm. when lady jessica timothy chalamet's mom is in this like yellow dress and she has a veil on but it's like very it's yellow and very sheer and underneath the veil she has like full on like jewelry chains all over her face and neck and body and i'm like i want chains all over my face that's all i want who plays her? Chains on my face. Rebecca Ferguson, I believe. Oh. Anyway, she's very she's just barely old enough to maybe be Timothy Chalamet's mom if right. she had him when she was 20 years old. Like that's always <laughs> a fucking stretch. Like I was watching season 3 of You and they like made Tati Gabrielle like the mother of I want to say like a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old. Yeah. I was like you're 25. In real life she is not really old enough to be Timothy Chalamet's mom. Yeah. But in Dune life, I'm like, I feel like he's probably supposed to be around. I can't remember from the books. I feel like he's probably supposed to be around 17. Mm-hmm. And it, like, just barely makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Timothy. it's fucking great. Timothée Chalamet is what I'm guessing. Timothy. That's how you actually. I can't pronounce the director's name, so I just call him Denis. Denis Villeneuve? Yeah, but that's not how you actually pronounce it. Someone pronounced it at me the other day, and I was like, nope, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I just call him Denis, because I know it's not Dennis. Anyway, Denis. go see Dune, get high if it's legal in your state or if it's not, but be careful where you get it. The last time we that's got high and saw something in the theaters, one, it was Cats, two, we had Ices. We fucking did. We fucking did. I, let's get high and go see Dune together. Yes! I have to go. I have to see it again anyway. So, I have to see it, period. Let's go do it. Okay. And then I can answer all and your I questions And I have to see after. it with you because you probably need to explain things to me. Maybe. I hope I don't is what I'll say. Yeah. But I'm there for you if I do. Yeah. We might need to like wait a week for the like theaters to like. Yeah. <laughs> or we could go at like three and like there's no one ever there. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Allie, we have how do you feel now. Um, I, I win. feel. <laughs> Why is this a winning <laughs> thing? We turned it into a thing. I love um, it. 
I feel good. I am not uncomfortably hot right now. And I think oh, that's thank the God. first in the history of us podcasting in this room. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's finally feeling a little like fall. Like it I wore is. a jacket today. And I feel warm fuzzies because like, I think it was like one thing happened. It was Halloween and then another thing happened. But like two of my friends were just like, your podcast. So LV and Mary, hi. Oh, hi. Erin, how are you feeling? I also feel not hot. Yeah. It's really nice. It's nice to not be hot. And it's nice to have a fall feeling. I loved wearing a jacket today, frankly. <sighs> we love a jacket moment. Allie, I think we have some mail today. We do. We do. We do. We do. It's um, the mail bag. We don't have a mail song. So I'm trying a bunch of things. No, that, none of them work. No, no, no. We're, we're just going to try it until something happens. And then it sticks. But exactly. thank, thank you for writing into us, we person. We love it when you write in. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. Let's, um, we're not going to say their name, but we should like think of something else to say to refer to them. Yes. Let's call them Peach. Peach. Great. So Peach is written. <laughs> Princess Peach from the game. Princess Peach. Super Mario. Yes. Um, so Princess Peach wrote in. She said, Aaron and Allie. My name is Princess Peach. And uh, <laughs> their pronouns are she, her. And I just wanted to say hey and that I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm all, This is also my first time reading this ever. Erin already read it. Um, I love hearing your loves and hates. And I usually end up aggressively yelling along with you about how <laughs> capitalism is evil. This yes, is what this is for, baby. Capitalism is evil. Um, my latest hate is the abortion law in Texas. Same. And that Tennessee, parentheses, where Princess Peach lives, um, is an at-will employment state, meaning they can fire you without giving you a reason, and it's completely legal. Um, yeah, so basically they can fire you just for, like, being gay. Yeah. 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 I Super didn't know, fun. I didn't know it was, like, so endemic in the United States. By the way, it's most of the states in the United States that this is real. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it was, like, oh, New Jersey and California, the only states where I've ever lived. <laughs> it's not a thing. So, like, that's why I didn't know how, right. like, how endemic this yeah. was. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I know of LGBTQIA people who were fired at various jobs after coming out shit. But since the employer didn't specifically say it was because they were gay, it's apparently legal and the companies can't be sued. What bullshit, right? Absolutely bullshit. Yeah, total bullshit. Yeah, all you people who fucking cite the Constitution like you actually read it. We're not the land of the free, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you're so, anyway <laughs> i think my love is figuring yourself out ah, and being able to change labels as you change absolutely labels are there for you we do not serve labels this is why i especially wanted to read this on the podcast because i actually got a lot out of reading this love so yes continue Bless you, Princess Peach. I came out as bi about three years ago. Last year, I switched to using the label of lesbian, and now I think I prefer queer. It's great being able to change my labels as I change. Of course it is. Yes. Um, I did have a lot of feeling tied up in switching my labels around not feeling valid, but I have pretty amazing friends who have been so supportive. I'm so happy for you. Um, my whole coming out was a very, very big deal for me. Yes, you live in Tennessee, Princess Peach. Um, <laughs> I knew I liked girls since middle school, but my family is super religious, so I didn't feel safe being myself around them because I'm pretty sure they would have sent me to a conversion camp or something. I hate yes, that this is real. Yes, and that would have been – oh, my God. Oh, That'll have to be a whole topic one day. <laughs> um, basically, conversion camps are just like designed to drive queer teens to suicide. Yeah. Is what it is. They're basically torture camps. They're torture camps. camps. Um, fuck. I hate that that's like a real fear. Yeah. That, couldn't really, that teenagers and, have really to deal exist. with. Yeah. Uh, finally, in college, after lots and lots of therapy, I was able to admit to myself that I like women. Yay. Yeah. Uh, there are still things from my childhood I'm working through, though, aren't we all? Uh, but I'm getting there. Your podcast has helped me a lot, especially on long car rides and while cleaning the house. I love you. Um, I can't wait to hear your next episode. I'm so glad you're both back to podcasting. Yay. And then Yay. there's two postscripts that have nothing to do with any of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're private. There, there's. But <laughs> I do want you to know that Princess Peach asked for my Venmo. Um <laughs> Because she wants to donate money to the podcast, and she did not ask for Aaron's, who, for the record, is the woman who shills out all the money for the podcast. <laughs> that's the part that's so funny. I'm like, wait a She's minute. She's like, how do I pay Allie? <laughs> for 
providing this great service. Anyway, <laughs> I love this. I, I think it's Peach, hilarious. You know who you are. Please Not go buy mean, like random Princess Peach stuff and have your friends be like, "Why are you suddenly, why are into, you Mario? suddenly into Mario?" Like WTF? Yeah, what's going on? Um, also, we're 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 considering a way of letting people donate to the podcast in a way that in a way that is not a collective venmo yes in a way that is not venmo alley (laughs) or venmo Venmo. a joint account (laughs) yeah we're we're gonna think about it we're gonna think on it and um and we'll let you guys know yeah because like as things in the works yeah as you can see and probably hear we are doing new fun different interesting things on this podcast we have a video component we have a tiktok yeah check out our tiktok um we're on instagram at aaron and alley we're on tiktok at aaron and alley um, I started a YouTube channel, so if you ever yeah. want to share, I mean, if, if you're someone who listens to the podcast, you probably don't also want to go. On, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it's it's just videos of the stuff you've already heard. But it's a great way to share a segment with someone without like having without saying like, here, go listen to this whole hour long podcast. Like it's like, no, here, listen to the segment on maladaptive dreaming or yeah. this, or you know. you're very into Halloween Town and you like don't want to listen to right. us like talk about you know. Other you just things. want to share the Halloween Town vibes. I am definitely putting up a Halloween Town video. A Halloween just Town FYI. recap. Um, <laughs> Halloween High recap. Yes. So also, if you are hard of hearing and you want to lip read and you want to consume our content, that's why the videos are there. Yeah. Do yeah. it. And we're Yay. working toward more and more videos as time goes on. Yeah. Um, you can email us and we'll read it on the podcast. We loved doing that. That was a <laughs> big really highlight. Like that was it. so fun. Please um, do more of it. It's really great because I also like to learn from you people. Yeah. We learn from you too. Um, Aaron and Allie at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm on Instagram at Allie Chan. I'm at Aaron the Rye. Yeah. And um, this has been great. Yeah. This has been great. Well, I'm Erin. And I'm Allie. And we hate everything. Light the witch's candle. <laughs> Light it in the air. Light it up the sky. Are we recording right now? Nowhere. Yes. Great. <laughs> Great. This is who we really are. <laughs> Welcome to who we really are. <laughs> We're <laughs> not cool <laughs> at all. <laughs>